What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Essential Scares. I am your host, Corbin, and with me today is Ben. Hey, everybody. Really looking forward to talking about Barbie's Ultimate Dream House today, so. That is accurate in a lot of ways, actually. <laughs> uh, Bobby. <laughs> hey, uh, I know I'm late on this train, but Blizzard can fucking suck it. There you go. Yeah, fuck Blizzard and Activision. There we go. <laughs> um, and Alan. Good evening. <laughs> ben uh, lagged out there for us at the exact right moment. It was, it was fucking perfect. Did, did you guys hear what I yelled or like? No. no? But okay. it, it was well, it perf- it cut out perfectly. Yep. All right. uh, I said I just I just I said yeah fuck Blizzard and Activision. I wanted to uh, make sure yeah. that I was you were I, inclusive. I make sure. I Got was it. trying to make sure that Bobby understood that we're on the right side of history. You know, true. true. That's true. important. That's important. So. As as a podcast of, of four white guys, I yeah. think that's important. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's almost it's almost a statistical impossibility for us to be on the right side of history at this, but yeah. we're trying. Oh man, we have got a great show for you guys today. We're going to be discussing Resident Evil Village, the long-awaited vampire dating sim by Capcom. But before we get into that. Bobby has a spoiler warning. <laughs> yes, I do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler warning for Resident Evil Village. If you don't want this 8 to 10 hour game spoiled for you, and you know, I un- I'd understand that, uh, please skip to the time code ahead to see if we would say that this game is essential or not. I think that'll be interesting in and of itself. <clears throat> you know what? I'm just gonna like keep getting the social politics out of the way off the top, right? So like, let's do it. Big lady memes are just arrow to the knee jokes plus objectifying women. There, I said it. I said it. Now we can move on from it. Corbin. So, uh, you know, it's it's moments like that where it's interesting that we don't coordinate what I'm gonna say versus what you're gonna say because, of course, <laughs> I mentioned that immediately. <laughs> I know, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, anyway, this is a great podcast. We're very planned out. Yes. Um, so, I want to start out at the, at the front of this game and just yes. say that I was very surprised in retrospect yes. that the intro is as scary as it is. After after the crash, after, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, first so, walking? Yeah, when you're first walking after, yeah, yeah, like that's one of actually one of the scariest parts of the whole game, and it it reaches back to Resident Evil Seven a lot, and I knew that this one wasn't as survival horror esque as that one was going in, Um, but they almost fake you out at that part. They 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 tell you what the game is really about pretty quick, but um, thinking back on it, it's interesting to me that that they start out with that mood and not the way the rest of the game goes oh the fact that it gets really campy like right away (laughs) yeah it also benefits right off the bat i I mean you can tell almost immediately the graphical upgrade we're looking at comparatively compared to resident evil 7 to 8 Mm -hmm. and i mean these games are only separated they're separated by what two years two years and a four years 2017, I think. Shit. So four years in a console generation, and boy, oh boy, does it pay dividends in Resident Evil Village. I mean, the amount of times where, especially once you get into the castle with all the way you see light reflecting every... it. Look, yeah. I mean, 
you don't necessarily think how important graphics are to a horror game, but they can do so much more with the atmosphere and lighting and sound. It's those things make a huge difference with console leaps, and I think that shows. Oh, it it sure. also shows a lot for us since we just played through seven mm-hmm. a month ago, and then we get to play yep. eight right now. The comparison there, it's it's. It's a night and day difference in terms of just sure. visual and, and auditory aspects that really enhance the game a lot, if you ask me. Yeah. The sound was a huge thing for me. I picked up yes. on that really quickly because, like, all the seven rustling kind every of, time you're walking around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, a really utilized the sound uh, to create most of the horror aspects, I feel. Um, yeah. There's a lot more fake sounds or sounds of things that are nearby but aren't really. And. There's really nothing visual to see at that because I mean it's so dark yeah. and it's so windy and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the only the only thing that is really a visual scare, which is still mostly auditory, is that crow that's like hung up and it starts like screaming. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> after the immediate jump, I'm like, can I take this crow off the the thing? I, I don't want to watch this crow suffer. Like, yeah. and you can't for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, you have you to watch have the crow yet. suffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah then you go into like the the cabin right and Mm -hmm. then you get your first real taste of like there's something actually like it's not just sounds there's something actually out here um even though you you never really know what that is right like unless it's implied it's one of those like fully shifted werewolf that you see later in the game um i don't know yeah i don't know i didn't really or what's his face the arias yeah yeah it definitely, yeah, definitely could be either way. Um, but speaking of werewolves, I want to, I want to talk about the werewolves. Sure. Did you guys know going in that this was a werewolf game? No idea. I, I think I, didn't, I did. I didn't know. I think I, I think that's something I did know because I was not surprised by it. Okay. Admittedly, I had watched a full playthrough of the game uh, before I played it because I didn't plan on playing it, and um, then, and then I. Was and now here you roped are. into this circus, and then I played it. So, so you played it. So you watched the playthrough like like at launch, like months ago. Couple yeah, months ago. yeah. Uh, so like I didn't watch a playthrough and then immediately pick up the game. This was yeah, like this was months <laughs> ago that I watched the playthrough. So for you, I, I uh, was going to ask this kind of later, but I mean, how was it for you? This being your second time through it, basically. Uh. I mean, it was fine. Like, I, I kind of knew the story beats, but it, the the jump scares still got me. Like, sure. even even though, like, I kind of knew, like, where to expect things, they still worked. Um, I, I still got grossed out by Moreau. I still got turned on by Lady Dimitrescu. Um, I still got... <laughs> um, I mean... I still got creeped the fuck out by uh, House Beneviento. Yeah. Um, Best part of and, the game. Straight up. Uh, um, <laughs> and then... Um, uh, whatever. And then, I mean... <laughs> I really like Heisenberg as a character. I, I don't know Heisenberg. that Heisenberg... I really don't know if Heisenberg fits in this world all that well. Oh, he fits oh, so I, I well in the Resident Evil franchise. franchise. I, yeah, I don't. He's, I don't he know. Like perfectly. I don't. I. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm fully willing to be wrong, but to me, he just seems like he should be in like a 
I mean, I guess a lot of this is kind of like Victorian. Dude, homie, uh, homie, and... pause, pause. Chris Boulder Puncher Redfield is in this game. I, and there's a reference Albert to that. Wesker it turns in, in Resident Evil 5, Albert Wesker literally turns into a tornado of meat. You're telling me that this that, that Heisenberg Heisenberg is the most Resident Evil character no. in this game, and Chris Redfield's in it. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean about his like I the way he talks just feels a little no, out of place to oh, me. The way he it's talks, me. that was my that was my Heisenberg. favorite part of him. He, he's, he's I'm so, going he to stop that bitch. He yeah. feels like that the um, bitch Miranda. What's the character's name in Resident Evil Four? The the little guy. I don't know. Never played it. Oh, oh like, yeah. The, 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 the Duke or whatever? He, he the, was like a baron of some kind. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what it is. Yeah. He feels yes. like him a lot, yes. which is a compliment, because I love that well, character. He, and, I, and I think I think this game does a lot of parallels for Resident Evil 4. I actually, so Absolutely, yeah. On yeah. that topic, one of the thoughts I had is, some, oftentimes in the show, I will say, the better version of X does Y. And I think this game is effectively the better version of Resident Evil 5. By that I mean, Resident Evil 4 comes out. It's a complete monumental shift in the entirety of what Resident Evil is at a core concept because of how the game plays wildly differently than anything before it. Resident Evil 7 does the same thing. It's a first-person perspective. It has the roots of the game. Cool. So then we go to the sequel from the the, the paradigm shift. Whereas Resident Evil 5, I think, stumbled quite a bit throughout the game, I think Resident Evil 8 corrects the kind of mistakes that Resident Evil 5 made, I think. I understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. there, right? I don't. Where when you're comparing the trilogies, the Resident Evil trilogies, right, against each other, Mm -hmm. that 8 is a better follow-up to 7 than 5 is to 4. Yes. I get that. Um, I think that in the long run of things, we'll pro- history will probably look back on that statement and agree. But I think it's important to remember that 5 was not looked down on when it was new. No. You know, people liked 5 a lot, and it really wasn't until 6 came out and pushed the that form of things even further, which I think 9 has a huge chance of making that exact same mistake. Oh, yeah. Um, if, if every Resident Evil trilogy that's ever happened has something to say about it, it absolutely will. Will yeah. I play it? Yes. Will I hate it? Absolutely. Like, right. I'm, I'm fine with that. I know what's yeah. going to, you know, yeah. I see where this trilogy is going, and yep. I've got a couple years to come to terms with that, and it'll be fine. Uh, I think that 5 is actually a very good game. I mean, yes. I, I think that 5 yes. makes less mistakes you know, than we might think it does. And a lot of the things that 5 does that are, like, completely ridiculous or over the top, like, 8 does exactly those things. Or 7 did them. Uh, Like, a lot of the sequences in 4 and 5, like, are mirrored in 7 and 8. So I don't don't know that I I agree entirely. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing through Resident Evil 8. Even (laughs) even just the double down. Even just the double down with that, Corbin. Like... Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 5 is a lot more Resident Evil-y, like, like in every single way, right? And yeah, than I, 4 I think, is, for I sure. Think, I think long-term, I think that's part of the reason why Resident Evil 5 does not get the uh, the same reception, and mm-hmm. I also think that's why this game won't either. Yeah, and that's um, part of why I think people look back on 4 as so, being yeah. so good, because it was, it was 
uh, almost a, as grounded as a Resident yeah. Evil game could be. Two, four, seven, like they're yeah. all kind of they, they give they, Yeah, they give a little bit more of a... Um, they change the format enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. But, but I... Oh, okay. No, you I oh, do. I, 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 I wanted to talk about, like, legitimately, like, one of the weird things that, like, I've streamed all of this, and you can go to my Twitch if you want to watch both my things. Is like one of yeah. What is that? What what is that? Oh, that is twitch.tv forward slash the red weenie. Okay. Um, and cool. I, I I I beat this game in uh, in two sittings within uh, over the last two days. Um, so like all this is really fresh in my mind. But like I I remember like as when you first go into the village, you see uh, Castle. Demes, I don't, I don't know how to say her name. Demetres. Uh, Demetresque. Demetresque. You see that, like, in the background, and it was, like, it felt very, like, I know it's a, I know it's the fucking meme to be, like, it's the Dark Souls of blah, 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 but, like, aesthetically-wise, this game is kind of the Dark Souls of Resident Evil. Like, it's very, it, it leans very, very heavily into, like, that weird, um, uh, uh, medieval, eldric grossness that that uh miyazaki often leans into in, in in those types of games right even in like even like the older games like elder ring where it's like that's still kind of like thing right that that miyazaki did uh and so uh the creator of dark souls um sorry just a this is this is a horror podcast not a video game podcast um dark and souls i find that is a horror game basically. oh yeah yeah but i'm just you know I'm just yeah. clarifying for for our non-game gamer listeners. Um, I think that it's like, and I, I think that automatically put someone like me who's a big fan of those games and they're like, oh, this is cool. Uh, but like, I don't know if it's entirely. I, I I I have my doubts that like for some people that it could be off-putting mm-hmm. after you get out of the castle. Um, it also has, it also to this game, it also has the same pacing problems that Seven did where half of the game you're fighting one thing right you're fighting jack or you're fighting lady the lady big lady um uh and you uh that's that's like the big thing and then the other half of the game it's just like boss after boss after boss and none of them really propose as much of a threat not even heisenberg although the heisenberg fight is uh fun as shit i Uh, loved it it I was so we, sequence. We'll get to it when we get yep. to it. I, I don't want to like get too far ahead of ourselves, but I feel like that is like a big issue in this game. Is like it paces so it's like a really cool slow burn, and then mm-hmm. it just blows up. And yeah. I feel like that, that's that's oftentimes the issue with Resident Evil games. Is it just I, like I agree? I was gonna say like I I feel like that's a, yeah. a franchise problem where they there is a it's set up really well. They have something unique that's going on, and they build the horror and they build the world, and then after the first big blowout they're like okay let's make this ridiculous and let's you know gotta get it over with almost and i think i think that's part of why people look back on four again so fondly because they do kind of kind of avoid that by reaching back into like the pacing a little bit um i don't know despite that i really liked eight you know i mean i think that it's I think you know, it was a more enjoyable game than Seven. Personally, oh, on on the whole, I would agree, yes. I would agree with that, and I really loved Seven. I gave it a four, I gave it a four. I stand by that. I thought it was an incredible game. Uh, but Eight was more fun. 
Yes. <laughs> it just was. It, it, it kind of, uh, I was talking to my wife about it because she was interested in playing it based on the trailers. And sure. I was like, so I was explaining to her basically that like the, uh, the vampire portion, right? Castle Demetresque is right in the beginning. And that was the part she yeah. wanted to do. And I was like, it's like three hours. That's the part you're interested in. It's right in the beginning. Just do it. And the way I was describing it to her is like, this is kind of like the Van Helsing of video games. The Hugh Jackman oh, movie. Oh, the, oh the, yeah, absolutely. It is that, that's a very similar feeling to that. Action, yeah. horror, yeah. just like a big adventure. like, But a lot of, some scary moments, a lot of horror creatures. Like, yeah. It fits that niche, and it's a niche that hasn't really been filled in video games. Sure. And I, I really appreciated that. Before we go too much farther, I think we should yeah. talk about our first real encounter once we have weapons and everything with the lichens. Sure. Um, oh, that's a, that's actually a really fun moment. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. It's it's a better ver. Yeah. It's a better designed kind of version of the village encounter in Resident Evil Four in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. in Resident Evil Four, you just kill X amount of people, the encounter is over, and I think that's technically true in this one. I don't really know what yeah. determines or if it's a just a set timer. I'm not Once exactly you've taken sure. enough damage. Okay, so I was I was doing real well then, and that was like yeah. a five and a half to like eight minute encounter for me, where I'm yeah. just like sweating bullets this whole time, because yeah. uh, I was like, I, I, I intentionally tried to look up as little as I possibly could for this, and that comes into play in a good way in the, um, the house sequence as well. Um, but, yeah. And I, I just love that. The, it's it, it kind of it feels that that helplessness vibe where you're like I I'm running out of ammo I'm not getting ammo what am I supposed to do here what am I gonna do and then it you know eventually ends as it as it's supposed mm-hmm. to but it's a really well crafted beginning sequence to take it basically it, it 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 punishes you for being good at the game in a way which I really like the idea of mm-hmm. i'm fighting these things well and now i have even less ammo and resources with oh, which yeah. to play the game and they do that again later on in the yes. stronghold yes they uh, do very and very I well and again. i actually i, actually, <laughs> I did too i'm just <laughs> hanging out down there blowing guys away i'm like yep. how many of these guys do i have to kill what's going on and eventually after i was running pretty low on ammo and this is the werewolf part in the stronghold yeah. this is like 70% like, through it, yeah, the game yeah. Um, and I eventually saw, like, the lattice work, and I was like, oh, I'm probably supposed to just climb up there, maybe, like, they'll stop spawning, and and they do. that early? That early you just kept shooting? Oh, I was, yeah, I was You didn't even go into their den yet? Oh, man. No, because I figured, okay, I could kill, like, 20 or 30 of these guys, they're they're not gonna spawn forever, I didn't think it would be an infinite spawn, because infinite spawning enemies, until you get to a a point, is kind of a game design element that has fallen out of style so i just yes. didn't think that they were doing that they got me they got me on a meta level <laughs> i was headshotting werewolves like i had the sniper and i was like pop 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 <laughs> you're not yeah. gonna get me werewolves <laughs> i was Speaking using the sniper of, as a second shotgun for the most part yes <laughs> me too did you guys like so bang did you get wolfsbane yes. yes yeah okay great i wanted to make sure because that that i i don't know how i feel about that gun that's what I beat the game with. That's my point oh, I, as I, where I, I don't know I, how I, I feel about I, that gun. I blew I blew all my shots on Heisenberg. Yeah. Oh, I used it against the, uh, I forget what his name is, but the werewolf with the huge axe. Oh, okay. 
I used it on him, and then I didn't have it shortcutted because I was like, oh, I'll take it back out in the next boss fight, and then I just never did. I never used it again. <laughs> I had like four shots for Mother Miranda, so I got through her entire uh, first phase with just the Wolfsbane. I love that. But that's like, that's very action Resident Evil. Like, go back to four or five when you yeah. get the Magnum. I mean, you just blow guys away. Uh, yeah. like, I mean, I mean, yeah. look at even seven, right? Yeah, like, true. Okay, so like, this, yeah, this is another issue I have seven. with this game, is is this game is beat for beat the same game, um, just with a different coat of paint. It's, it's like a better, it's like the yeah. better Resident Evil 7, basically. Yeah. You mean the Saw sequence that we said we didn't need a tutorial for, and then they gave us a Saw sequence without a tutorial, and it was much better for it? <laughs> and it's the best part of the fucking game? Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. No, I, I, I stand by that. That was the, that I was don't the moment know, in the game where I, don't know if where I, I disagree felt the most, when I, I felt the most emotion, and like, both fear, and like, oh, fuck, something's happening shit my baby fuck my wife like uh it was great and then like that that uh and i know we're getting ahead i i want to get i want to go back to the bosses and starting with uh big ladies like actual boss form and like Mm -hmm. all of her daughters and stuff but like really quickly in that puzzle in in uh in the 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 dollhouse being evento yeah yes that's the one i'm again names are all good Uh, I probably that, said it wrong, so you guys that, can flame me uh, for it later. That fucking <laughs> that fucking music box thing uh-huh. took me so long to notice what you were supposed to do. Oh yeah, like <laughs> I was like I was like, what the fuck? They they all look the same, and then all of a sudden I saw that like two of the scratches were lined up. I'm like, my god, I think I have figured it out. What? Hold on. Yeah. What do you mean? So when like, you have to turn in the, the music, music box. box yeah, yeah. They're like they're they're, they're oh the that took that me forever to up. figure out. I I, yeah. I was sitting too far away from the TV. My couch is like I don't know, probably like eight nine feet away from the TV. Yeah, and ten I was feet like, away. What's you know? happening here? And I I went and got up closer, and I'm like, oh okay, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Ben, you look like you've got you're either frozen or you got something to say. No, Maybe both. I mean. Both. So I I will admit that my for some reason my Discord is lagging out. I don't know why. I don't have anything else running in the house besides my computer right now. So I'm just sitting here smiling, and then when I notice that it it lags out, I just stop moving for a second, hoping that nobody notices. But um, we notice. Uh, well, it's fine. Um, I also do have something to say. I sure. think that Castle Dimitrescu could have been the whole game if they had just expanded upon it. Yeah, like yeah, I agree. With um, like I, I don't. Because, I mean, Castle Dimitrescu gives you four bosses. Technically, three of them are mini-bosses, but they could have done something cool with the three daughters. Like, each of them has a different vampire power or whatever that they use a whole lot. And then Lady Dimitrescu is the final boss of the game. Like, I just, I think that this feels like they tried to... And and it's, it's weird because I, if you go watch our episode about Fear Street... 1994. Yeah. I praised Fear Street 1994 for this and I and I'm kind of gonna give Resident Evil 8 a little bit of shit for it, but like this has four very unique types of horror in it. Like it's got the vampire horror. Sure. It's got the creepy doll horror. It's got body horror with Moreau and then um I guess maybe it's only 3. Yeah, but the werewolf like, horror is also kind of there too. So, like, but like, it's got a num. It, oh, I'm frozen again. Tell me when I'm back. I don't 
like why did the, why would they make you feel so bad for him? They, and then yeah, like they do. like I was I was mad I at Ethan for like no I reason, was, right? <laughs> I was like legit mad at Ethan because like you're a fucking freak, and I'm like Ethan, be nice. But that's that's part of his that's part of his character arc into becoming a Resident Evil protagonist. <laughs> to be like fuck you freak, and it's like just, he's just sad. Yeah. He's yeah. just he's just like he, like like the first time you see him, well, the doll's making fun of him, and he's just like quit being mean to me. And I'm like oh no. It's even sadder too because once you find. Uh, well, we won't say that yet. Once you get um, just yeah, it doesn't okay. Matter. Well, I guess yeah, it doesn't matter. It. So when you're Chris Redfield. Uh, yeah. And you're about to find Mia. You find those books that detail the four lords, mm-hmm. and yeah. his book, his, his entry is so sad because Mother Miranda's like, "This guy's too fucking stupid and is a waste of space." Is effectively what his thing says. Yeah, and it's just, it's so sad. And, and I mean, Heisenberg kind of has a has somewhat of a point because he he says he says something like, "I didn't ask for this," which is a very kind of yeah. trite line in a way. But none of them really did ask to have this occur to them. And really, the only one who I think even enjoyed it is Lady Demetresque. Really, because she, because she, she was already a fucking vampire. She already yeah. was a supernatural being. This just made her more of one. So she kind of. Well, no, she had a okay blood. She it. had a blood disorder that became that turned her into a vampire with the the cat the cadu. Is that how you say it? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I get yeah, when she I was reading it. I thought she just was a vampire outright already. I I don't think that's the implication. I yeah. thought I thought that she had. A, a disorder that turned her into a vampire and it just so happened that her daughters had that same they weren't really her daughters right yeah. the other three vampires had that same condition and that's what turned them into vampires as well but but going back going back to Hutch's point um i i do think that um that i disagree with this like the distinct horror element of it like that being a bad thing because i i like that it it gave uh, a different set of pace even though some of them were far less successful than others, right? Um, but I, I agree with you that that all could have happened within the castle, and uh, uh, Lady Dem- Demetresque could have been the big bad, right? Like you, like she's all of the marketing material. She is yeah. the, like, I don't give a fuck about Mother Miranda. Like, like even I played this game and I enjoyed it a lot, but like that, even that boss fight was just like. Oh, cool! So they're just like, that's 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 a that that's a cool wallpaper, and like that's about it. Like, um, I just like, don't think each of the individual pieces fit together here very well. Like, I don't think that the Castle Demetresque fits into the same puzzle that House Beneviento and the Swamp and the Factory fit into. So, hear me out. I think I think the reason why it doesn't fit is because again I think Mother Miranda is not a satisfying big bad. I think if you connected like I think you could connect those pieces together in a way that was that would have worked, but I think that she doesn't. You and could so, almost like, sorry, you know to what I mean? cut you off there. You could almost flip flop Mother Miranda and Lady Demetresque. Maybe not necessarily have Mother Miranda be in the castle but just the village itself since the village basically idolized mother miranda that's that's very common in everything we see in lore bits and kind of flip the switch where your final destination is to get into the castle because demetresque is doing whatever she's doing 
I just don't think it makes sense, because like you said, Alan, the whole village idolizes Miranda, and like, she's evil? Like, like it, do, do the people in the village know that they're praying to an evil demigod? Like, like uh, do yeah, they I know? think, I think do so, they? because... <laughs> Because it seems like everybody knows that, like, the castle is bad, that Miranda and her cronies exist, and that people have been taken in the past, and it it seems like Mother Miranda is basically playing God and Devil for them, yeah. where she okay. is taking people, but then also, because she has these powers, is bestowing gifts to some people, or is, like, bringing things to them to, you know, give them a reason to pray. So they're kind of, I feel like they're praying not only for like for her benefits uh but also to kind of keep away you know whatever negatives could happen so Um, you're you're saying this is like paying the mafia for protection kind of yeah i think kind of yeah um also like i i i disagree that we could have flipped the two of them mother miranda and lady lady dumatresk and it worked i think the issue isn't so much that miranda is a final boss and more so that we just don't see enough of her. I think that in previous games, like, a lot of the time when you had a, a big final boss, you kind of knew who that boss was. You were working towards that boss. And you would even get captured by the boss or whatever in the yeah. like other times. Like, you know, you get captured by Mother Miranda right one time in the very beginning. But then Ethan and Miranda do not have any other direct contact. And no. I think that was probably the missed opportunity is some some more dialogue between them some taunting some resident evil style like in fact in fact she gets the same hype up that that heisenberg does Mm -hmm. right because like the the first time you see her the real version of her it's after the 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 house burns down with all the people that that they they make you like one of them just enough to feel bad for everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, Why does everybody around me keep dying? Oh yeah, he's so bad. He's such he 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 did not he did not do a good job t- being a voice actor. I loved that, and I loved Ethan the whole way through. His he was so I hate over Ethan. so much. Ha, 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 ho, ha, ah, he was ah, so overacted. Hundreds of feet. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but uh. Like, you see her just killing some dude and walking away, and then you yeah. see Heisenberg beat the shit out of you, which is much more like, like, I don't know who these people are, like, yeah. I felt bad for Grandpa when the when the Grandpa guy died, when, like, the girl died, like, but, like, they, they, they were around for, like, ten minutes, like, if that. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, eh, whatever, like, uh, you feel bad because they're human beings, but, like, eh. Like, I um, think Heisenberg would have even been a better final boss than Mother Miranda. Like, I just don't give a shit about Miranda. Yeah, because they don't build her up. Exactly. I, I think I don't. I think that Mother Miranda is a good character. I think she has a great story. I think that thinking about her position in the Resident Evil universe, like the lore wise, she deserved a bigger part of the game. I think that the game that's probably the game's biggest disservice is that they just don't treat her well enough. So, in terms of boss fights. Yes. Um, I think it's as great as the house sequences. I think that's by far the weakest boss fight. Which one? The doll where you just house find Benavianto. the doll and stab it. Oh, that's fun though. It's 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 super unique. It's, like I it, I got it, it, is it unique. I, guess. I got it on my first try, but I feel like there are plenty of people who didn't. 
I got I got I got shit. got once um, by all too. the dolls, and then I I got it after that. But it's just I got I got got once because I didn't know that there were two rooms. I like I didn't go in the room upstairs, mm-hmm. and that's okay. where it was. And I just so I was like well, I don't know where she went. <laughs> I don't know. I when I did that fight, I just I when it finished. I guess the problem I had is all the stuff leading up to it, the whole scary bit, the puzzle bit, which we'll talk about, I think, here in just a second. Like, Yeah, we'll talk about it right after the boss fight. That, weird way to do things, but here we are. It's time. I think it set me up for a, a, a more, intre- I guess interesting is not the right way to phrase it. I, it I, I, the sequence prior to the boss fight, I think, primed me for something great. And then I got to this boss fight where all I had to do was find a doll and stab it in the head. And I, I, I'm not necessarily, I, I'm not saying I can come up with a better option off the top of my I've, head. I've, I have a better boss fight in my head but right it's, now. But it's one of those it, things it, where I is it wish fighting, I Is it fighting the, uh, the abomination baby? No, I was... I don't want to do that. I don't want, no, I don't my, want to go near that thing. No, fuck the abomination baby. But my idea is you keep that same sequence in that you have to go through in the game, and then like the third time you stab a doll or whatever that in the real game constitute the end of the constitutes the end of the boss fight. Yeah. It just like kind of shatters the illusion a little bit. And then like she gets all freaky deaky and starts like controlling different dolls and you have to like kill the dolls while also doing damage to her. I just think that would have been more fun. Cause like she was definitely the weakest of the of the four lords and the, like, least interesting to deal with. Like, I think her setting was the most fun um, overall, but, like, she, as a whole, was the least interesting to deal with in the end. And I I think they could have just added basically a big encounter at the end and it would have been better. I don't think it would have worked. I think, I I think that, like, I, again, I've said this, like, seven seven different ways, but, like, this is my favorite part of the game. And I think part of the reason why it's so fun is while the gun combat in this game is like a million times better, um, this game, this part of the game is really cool because there's there's a real threat, there's a real presence of like it's the one part of the game where there's like a real threat and presence of like you can die in this moment and you have no weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it's think the only real survival horror yes, element of, of the game because I, I, that's why it works. Yeah, yeah, because you're safe every time you don't have guns in this game up until that point and it's just like oh it's so like you get like it was the most tense i was it was the most nervous i was the whole time and even that thing was like okay i've got scissors so like what it's, it's like hey hide and go seek let's go find this thing and like you're tense and you're like how long do i have to do this and like you can feel like all of the dolls staring at you even though they're not like just like ah they're gonna kill me like it I, I, it, it and then after you do do it it's like oh it's finally over I don't disagree um, with you that it was tense, yeah. but my note literally says, like, that was kind of lame. Which, that it's just that, it just didn't, it didn't connect for me, that boss fight. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is because the baby, the, the uh, babomination, I don't know what we want to call this fucking thing, was so... Obama baby. So disgusting. The first, and it... The first time you see it, I you want to talk about reveals done right. The first yeah. time you see that thing, you are not prepared. You're not. I didn't see it the first time. I, I the first time I, you're supposed I, to see it. I didn't either. Yeah, I ran. I heard. I, 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 as heard, the, as I, I heard. heard the, I heard the baby noise. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, so it and was, apparently you're supposed to hide in a closet, but I just ran. As far as I possibly could. Yep, Bobby and I did it the same way. The first time I saw it was when you're hiding under the bed. 
Okay. Oh no! And that you, you, get, and, and and you don't even really see it. You just yeah, you see, just like, see the like the bo- yeah. So I thought that that was. A, I actually thought that that was it. How it was supposed to be because yeah. that's how I did it. And so I was like, "Oh, this is great! You don't really see it. You hear it a lot. There's a lot of sounds. The first time you see it, you just see some of it. Like for me, that was a big part of the reel. So the first time you get him head on is at the very end. I think Alan and I had very different experiences than you guys then, because, like, I got... Did you guys get caught by the baby at all? No, no, I didn't have that happen. I got caught by the baby, and the thing just fucking eats you, dude. Like, it just, like, grabs you and, like, shovels it into its, like, giant, like, maw. Oh, no! It's like... Oh, no! Like, I did not get scared in Resident Evil 7 a single one time. Like... That I got creeped out a couple times during the Fear Street movies, but like this is the only time that in this horror, this little horror journey that I've gone on with you guys, where I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like uh, it, <laughs> it, because the fucker, like if you like, because I, I'm bad at games. I didn't know where I was supposed to go. I got caught in a fucking corner. Homie runs up on me and like fucking like eats me, and I'm like, "All right." So, my experience is I'm walking down the hallway, happy as a clam, creeped out as fuck, because all the lights are down, and just around the corner, I see face. And the I was literally, like, a YouTube thumbnail of, like, any of, any of those guys from, like, 2011 who played Amnesia, and just like... That was just me. say Markiplier. I was gonna say it. I know. <laughs> yeah, but right. I, I legitimately like yelled. I, I exclaimed to nothing. And Maggie was doing something. Was probably like, "What the fuck is he doing over there?" She's on a business call. Yeah. And you're like, the oh, fuck! It's Basically, like, what so happened? My so my husband's playing video games. I'm sorry. And what I, the fuck I, is that? No, 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 no! I turned no, 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 around no, no, no. and please, was please, like, "Please, I'm please, out. please, 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 please!" Yeah, like, yeah. I, I immediately up. turned around, ran directly into the closets, or into, like, little uh, locker in that mm. side room, and was like, I'm just gonna stand here until I know it's safe, and then I heard it coming towards me. And <laughs> you want to talk about effective horror. That entire sequence. Yeah. Because it makes you feel safe, and then... It just rips that away from you. Yeah. And so for me to finally get around the thing, I had to go hide under the bed because it Mm. caught me. I couldn't get to uh, the little fuse box. It was between me and I couldn't get back to it. So I had to go all the way around, get under the bed, wait for it to go around and then sprint to get out of there. And the whole time. I think that's how you're supposed to do it. I think. No, you can wait for the baby to leave. Like it it disappears from after it, 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 look, it worked for me. It pinned me in an, in an area, and I, I had to run away. Also, they fucking closed the doors on you, too. They yeah. sh- and I was like, oh, no. It, again, this whole sequence had so many moments that worked perfect. Like, I, I think yeah. I experienced this whole sequence in the most optimal way where yeah. the like however the designers thought this is we this is how we want player to go a b c d i think i went on that exact path i don't know man so the, good so so the first i i just want to explain the first time right because i hear it and it's making those like weird like radio baby sounds like that is all they're also like demonic and i fucking bolt i run as fast as i fucking can i like burst through like four doors and then i i hear the baby like leave right I'm like okay and I, and I walk out and you see i don't know if you ever noticed this you see the fucking umbilical cord 
And I'm like, I did not notice the umbilical. Cord. Yeah, there's there's an umbilical like it's dragging its body across them. So there's, there's a trail of blood and an umbilical cord. And I'm like, I guess I'm supposed to follow this. And so I'm just like, oh, please don't be at the end of this umbilical cord. Like, and then yeah, fuck, dude, it, fuck. I think you should all jump back in and and go to that just to get to that section just to get caught one time. I'm not see. gonna do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull it like. up. I'll pull, I'll pull up the, uh, yeah, the, the clip. The, Somebody's yeah. got a clip of that. Oh, okay, um, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, I think that, that that whole sequence is great, and, and a huge, huge part of it is just because you don't have a gun. Even though there's nothing to shoot, if yeah. you had a gun, you would have felt less yes. scared. Yes. And you feel like you've got a little piece of protection on you, even though it for wouldn't sure. matter. And, and that's... It, it's you know continuing on the theme of what Resident Evil Seven did, where it was kind of like their take on uh, modern horror. You know, like that is a hallmark of modern first-person horror games is not having any weapons at all. Uh, and so it was really cool seeing Capcom do that and do it so yeah. so 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 well. Mm-hmm. It was really really good. Um, I liked the the fight at the end. Yeah, me too. It's good. I like it because it's so different from the others. Like, yeah. it really slots in as a nice change of pace. You know, like, Castle Dumbertrask is so long, and then that's right after it. And I think that that's part of why that sequence is so effective, because it's such a breath of fresh air compared to the previous segment. And yeah. so it hits you harder that way because you have now been, like, running and gunning and, you know, killing stuff for so long that you kind of think the game is one thing. And so when you then have this nice condensed, like 45 minute horror experience, that isn't that at all. I think it's more impactful because of where it's placed than if it was like on its own. So something else uh, we we've been, we've been singing the praises of this game. So I think we should bring up maybe some, some of our negatives. Cause I know we all probably have a few. And I, mean, I said, I said, I had a few yeah. negatives about yes, Miranda, but overall this has been a pretty positive <laughs> podcast. Anyway, we sure. Cut. Well, uh, maybe this is a pretty positive outlook. I'm not saying it's not, but <laughs> I, I, the more I played through five, and as I got nearer to the end, the more eight? I wish that there. Sorry, eight. My bad. I wish there wasn't a craft. Did you system. play the right game? I did. <laughs> um, yeah, it's one with Chris Redfield, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I, I, I really think I prefer not having a crafting system in a Resident Evil game. And I every th- well, but yeah, every that's a hallmark no, no, no. of the franchise. But I mean, like ammo crafting. I, I understand you craft like herbs and stuff, and that makes sense to me. But I think the ammo side of things, it changes up the feel of the game when I know, okay, I've collected X resources, I can now get a get out of jail free pass. I I prefer the idea of finding ammo because then the game is more dynamic in that way, and by that I mean the, the developer can kind of craft how much ammo you should have and they can kind of do that with the crafting system but i i just i find my i I found myself constantly going why do i why just 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 structure the level and the ammo in areas in a way where you would do the same thing without me having to go through this crafting system it just it just seemed like more it seemed like more of a nuisance than it was something i really wanted to do so here's why I think the crafting system works. I think it works on two levels. It works, first of all, because this is primarily an action game. And sure. so yeah. 
resource scarcity is not an element of this game and that's okay that was a design design decision that they made and so being able to craft a lot of ammo is fine and they have the encounters are all built around you being able to craft a lot of ammo uh and the second element of it which actually could potentially lead into the horror side is that when you can craft your own ammo you have to pick what ammo you want to craft and so there is an element of of sort of like self-induced scarcity there that it that could happen because like okay you could get 15 hand handgun rounds right or three shotgun shells and you don't know what's going to be more important shotgun shells every time see so i disagree i only made shotgun shells one time i was pumping out handgun shots like nothing i was just blasting guys with my sidearm the whole game why did you go 1911 or the lemmy 1911 is way better and then i upgraded again i upgraded again to the third one uh oh, so you actually I was sold just... all your old shit to get the third one i went the shotgun oh, yeah. i went the shotgun instead of the i, other did. I, got... I just kept upgrading my weapons i got both i put a ton <laughs> of resources into the uh the yeah. magnum as well a ton i didn't because i knew i didn't have that much ammo so i was like i'm not gonna be able to use this that much so i'm gonna upgrade my other stuff and you so. can't it's not it's not ammo you can build either so no. like exactly i um, see i just i went so, hard yeah. in the handgun in the wolfsbane upgrades and it yeah and, and what about i mean you like uh you like four i mean that's that's very similar but like that i think well crafting's a big part of every resident Evil. Again, exactly yeah and you can't craft ammo in that one but like that's my big contention there is ammo crafting to me is is where i have more of a problem because crafting herbs to get better resource that's fine i like that 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 works for me it's just i think i think the developers are better able to craft an experience when they explicitly decide where your resources are as opposed to design an encounter and a player can have between X ammo and X ammo with these specific types of guns. In my the way I but, think through it, I mean, they I, have I, more control if they I say never where felt, it is exactly. I don't, I never I don't think that, that needs that. Yeah, I never felt that body, any, yeah. any any experience, any part of this game. I yeah, I would have had I would have felt more or less freaked out if I had more or less ammo. Like I agree. It, like they, I think even with crafting, right? I was always at that point where I was like, "Man, I could use some more rounds," but never at the point where it was like I was totally helpless, which made me feel good, but always made me feel on my toes. Like I have, I have issues with this game, with this game, right? Like, and it, it has less to do, but I, I don't think personally the the mechanics of the gameplay, like. The like you know the brass tacks of the action bits of the gameplay are, is not part of it for me, mm-hmm. right? Like puzzles, sure. Like are some of the boss fights and especially some of the mini boss fights repetitive and like take too long? Yes. Uh, is the voice acting in this game just atrocious? Yes. Is the writing in this game just atrocious? Double yes. Winters, I told you to stay away. My wife. My wife, Chris, you piece of shit! Like, <laughs> we really should have told told Ethan yeah, about the plan, yeah, boss. Hey, That's such ladies a bad and great life. Everybody, everybody's like, "Oh man, we should have told this guy that we definitely know who he is." Ben, we're we're talking we're talking downers, buddy. Yeah. What were yeah, some I mean, negatives you had about this game? Yeah, I mean. The only village in this game is the village that you need to get yourself to play through the whole game. You know what I mean? Like, like, it does dip. It does dip at quality pretty, pretty hard. Like, like, like for, 
for how much we all like we're talking about how great Heisenberg is as a smarmy villain, that his entire area is like the worst it's part of the game. So, there's just so it's, much of it. And there's just just none of it is good. It's like it's one level too long. Good. No, like, no, no! It's three levels too long. No, I like, disagree with that. I, 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 I don't think it's three levels too long. I think, I think you get all the way to the top, then you got to go all the way back down to the bottom again and deal with the power being out, and you have to deal with those so many of those fucking—I uh, don't even remember what they're called—but they, the chest soldats. Yeah, just yeah. there was too. They're much so of easy that. to kill, though. So yeah, and I and they're and they're even easier to avoid. Like there's a couple oh, moments I where I actually got yeah. You, I, did I, you avoid I, things? Yeah. What's the point? I, I like I don't I don't need to kill these things. Like I by, I had so my, much ammo. <laughs> by that point, by that point in the game, all of my guns were fully upgraded, and the only time I need to kill things is when a boss happened. So like I was like, I'm gonna. They dropped just... they dropped hella money though, dude. Oh, like I didn't need hella so money. I didn't need pop. hella money. I didn't you need do if you want to buy I did, all I did, the I did guns. Like I, did. I did a completely <laughs> vegan run. I did not need any food upgrades. And so, like, so... And <laughs> really? Yes. I fucked up with my Dude, food upgrades. Dude, I, I had a lot. I, did I, you get I, the one... I, I didn't kill, did I didn't the kill one a that, single animal. I didn't kill a single animal in that target. Did you get the one that increased your damage when blocking, and then you just never blocked? I never blocked ever. That was actually another part of the whole I, game I hated. I hated the blocking I only, stuff entirely. I, blocked, I only blocked at the very the end. I Same. Other, otherwise, break. not at all. Because it was like, block, yeah. I was like, yes. I was like, well, well I guess I have to block now. Like, <laughs> I actually forgot there was a block up until that sequence because yes. they put the controls back on the screen. And yeah. I was like, ooh, a block. That makes sense. <laughs> I, uh, I just, that's right. I could do this the whole game. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I remembered after that. Because <laughs> when you get the fish in the very beginning... Like or in the the castle demetresque section, you do not. I, so I didn't see um, our our boy the duke until way. I think I had killed two of the vampires before I even like found him. I just never went into that room. I just never Dude, went in there. You weren't you weren't you weren't hot checking your map to make sure all your no, rooms were blue. I, I really wasn't. So I Bloody. totally missed him for a long time. So by that's the time where the I, save point was. I know. I feel like trust me. Bad at video games. I and well. So hold on. To even really go farther in that, I accidentally missed the second save point in the castle as well. So I'm sitting playing through the castle, and I'm like two and a half hours in, and I'm like, I got shit to do today, and I hadn't seen a save point yet. So I'm mostly through all of Castle Demetresque, and then I finally find the Duke and save because I'm an idiot sometimes. Alan wasn't playing map check simulator like the no. rest of us were. I, I after that, I, dude, was. I, was, I I wasn't even playing map check simulator. I I, I barely checked my map at that point because I kept forgetting that it existed. But like uh. that, the, the Duke's room was like I was like, oh, this is probably a safe room, right? Because it's like a single door right by the place I have to go in and out of. And I, I went in there. I'm like, oh, hey, Duke. And, like it was the, like it was the most obvious goddamn thing in the world. Yeah, I totally missed. I it, mean, for me, it, for I it was sold pick up him. one item. Go ahead. What'd you do, Alan? I, I was sold- gonna say I picked up one. one fuck. Ah! <laughs> I picked up one item and then checked my map to see if the room had gone blue, and then it wasn't. And then I'd walk around and be like, "Fucking, what else am I?" And then I pick up another item and I check to see if the map goes blue, and then it did. And it's so I, I was checking the map all ben over it, the place. Ben and I played the same game. I think the first time <laughs> I noticed that the, that the rooms turn blue once you're done with them is when you picked up the when you picked up the grenade launcher, and I was like, "Huh." I looked and it was like I was like, huh, that's red. And I went in there and I picked up the grenade launcher and the room was still red. I'm like, oh, there's still something in here. So that means like the red room still have items in it. So <laughs> so that so that actually brings up an interesting point. So you guys didn't notice that they did that in seven then? 
Oh no, no I didn't notice it in seven. I did. I don't uh, check the maps in these games. So because they're in, so linear, it doesn't matter. That's true. Uh, in seven, if any of you guys decide to go back through seven again, uh, the doorway to each room is red, and when you go through and you, if you pick everything up, the doorway will turn blue. So it's not as obvious as in eight, but it, mm. you can still check it to make sure you got mm. everything. Never noticed. Yeah. I Fun think fact. I think in order for me to be the one person that trashes this game probably the most, I just I I don't think that all of the bosses went together that well. I just really think that this is several games that they tried to shove together. We talked about Resident Evil Infinite Darkness and how it was the cutting room scraps. And I feel like they had like four different Resident Evil game ideas and they just didn't have them flushed out really well. Oh, I'm frozen again. No, they, they just didn't have them flushed out really well. And then they were like, oh, but we can put these four things together and make one game, so. Yeah. I Okay, so I don't think, I don't think comparing it to Infinite Darkness is exactly fair, but I hear your point. Uh, it, there, there is a certain like, is this, is this them trying to like, rebring up the Dooku? You guys know, right? The universal dark, the dark universal cinematic universe. You guys remember the Dooku, right? Yeah. Uh, but make it Resident Evil because they kind of are trying to do that, right? Uh, that being said, it's also, uh, I don't know. I think all of the moments in and of themselves work really well. And, like, I find, I think, like, out of all the boss fights, I think, out of all the zones, I think the Moreau section kind of w- was the weakest by, like, a long shot. I never felt scared. I never felt out of it. Fighting it Moreau just... felt more like a chore than anything yeah. else. Like, like. That was the first time I died. Yeah. Heisenberg, at least, the boss fight was cool. Right? When the, I was the... crossing the water bridge, that was the first Oh, no, no, <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, no. I because, like, I had to, like. boss fight. Oh, no, I didn't. It was I when, got, you, got when you had to, like, pull it. the switches down. I just didn't run across fast enough. Oh, I died, I... like, twice in that sequence because I'm bad at video games. Yeah. But you got like, killed by the acid rain? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But, like, the. But, like, like I think that the only reason why it suffers and why the Heisenberg zone isn't worse than it is because the Heisenberg fight is just, like,. They they fucking forgo cool. all spookiness and just like this is fucking dope. Let's like because I, I, I actually not... think that the Heisenberg factory sequence is good, and I think that you and maybe me as well are a little bit biased against it because it was the tail end of a long binge, and I feel like if I was playing that game regularly. I, I wouldn't have felt as negatively about Heisenberg's factory. I just, I just, it didn't, it didn't work for me. It, none mm. of it really worked for me, and like, it felt stupid. But like, when you got down and like Chris Redfield is like, Mia wasn't Mia; she was actually Miranda the whole time. And you're just like, fuck, this is like, like, I, I don't the, give like a fuck. all Thanks. of that, everything about it was just like, this is so fucking lame. And it's like, and then he's like, hey. Go kill it! And you look you wanna, and like I'm like is that is that a is that a robot tank? Is that, is that a, a robot tank? tank? He's it's like I robot, built, but you drive it. He's like I built this for you, and I'm like I'm like so you're just, you're just you're just giving up on this game, huh? Well, fuck it, I'm in. You go in the robot tank, like but, I mean stuff that, like that is so Resident Evil though. They, like yeah, every Resident up. Evil, every Resident Evil totally jumps yeah. the shark somewhere yeah. along the way. For sure, like I feel. 
I feel like if you want a nice tight horror game, this is just the wrong franchise. Because it, yes. it just never is. <laughs> I just like Chris just flips so quick. Like well, the he's whole got ga- anger problems. Well, no, I'm <laughs> like the whole the whole the whole game he's like, Ethan, I told you to stay away. Ethan, I told you to not get involved. Hey yeah. Ethan, you wanna tank this take this tank no, no. and go kill the, the other guy real here's, quick? Here's like, the fu- here's one of the <laughs> fucked up parts, right? He takes Ethan and like because he's he's trying to like save them and send them to like a safe house and this shit gets attacked. And then they find and then he finds him again instead of being like, Holy shit, you're still alive. We have to keep you safe. He becomes a dickhole again. Like, what the fuck was Ethan Winter supposed to do? Like, <laughs> legitimately. Like, he woke Die. up. He woke up freezing to death in like in a car wreck. And then he's like, Why are you here? Chris Redfield knew that. Like, he knew that that was something he had to have known. And he's just like, like, it's like, again, the writing in this game is atrocious. It's just, it's like, like, while Resident Evil 7 does the good, like I said, the good thing of pretending it's not a Resident Evil game until it's too late, until you're too far invested in it to like, you can let it go. This game does not do that. To its detriment in that one way. Like, mm. the fact that, like, your fucking... The Chris Redfield scene, which is admittedly super fun and, like, super cathartic. Um, it was like the Mia scene, but way, way better. It was what the way Mia better. scene should have been. Should have yeah. been, right? Um, but, like, the fact that they have to shoehorn in, like... By the way, if you haven't gotten the reference, the thing, the little, the, the little like, thing that makes your baby a person again... That's the umbrella symbol. And like the guy, the guy who made umbrella, he was there and he's like, that's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call umbrella like the symbol. Remember that? Remember, remember Resident Evil? Remember umbrella games? And I was like, what, what, why you got to do that? We got it. We got it when we saw it. We, we got that like, oh, there's a reference here to something that like umbrellas older than we could, we could possibly know. And they just, they just chose to be like masturbatory with it. And it was the stupidest goddamn thing. Is that enough hatred for you, Alan? Is no, that enough I hate? No, we got we got to put some hate on it. You know, we got we got to keep everything in so, check. Uh, I, I guess so. Now to go into more things I so love. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna balance I'm gonna balance out the story aspect really quick. Okay. Not entirely, uh, but I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the one card that I have that you guys don't have, and oh. it's the dad card, and I'm gonna say that that angle did get me. And that there oh, sure. were a couple of scenes that I was, I was very much like, oh, like they kind of got me there. Like the whole thing of like trying to, trying to get your baby daughter. I have, I have a daughter. So that really got to me. Yeah. Um, the, when you first find out what the, uh, the flasks were, yeah, I was like, that might've been the most like aghast I've ever been playing any game ever in my whole life. Like they really got me with that scene. <laughs> Um, and so, like, I think that that affected the way that I felt about Ethan, despite the writing being so over the top and the acting being even more over the top to match, uh, because there were a lot of points where I was just like, I get it, Ethan. I get it, man. <laughs> oh, oh, so, so, for the worth, I, like, I get, I do not understand that aspect of it. So, it, I, I kind of took a backseat to it, but Ethan's, um, motivations made complete sense. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 just total sense. Like, it's like, yeah, if I was a dad, like, 
you go hell and high water for your fucking kids, right? Like, that mm-hmm. I get. But, like, man. Like, I, 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 and like all of those moments, I was more like, oh, no, that's a baby head. Ha, ha, ha. But, like, yeah. I it's just it's just it's bad writing and then not well voice acted over the top of it so like you're just like you get it and you're like man that's that sucks for you dude but like jesus like come on i think think the voice acting is about as good as seven was honestly i don't i feel like ethan winter's voice actor put more effort into being like freaked out and like screaming and like shouting and being like scared and like when like really awful things were happening to him like he put his whole throat into like i'm falling hundreds of feet and that happens like five different times and you're just like ah oh oh whoa whoa ha instead of like you know full throated just like i am going to die like <laughs> i mean maybe he knew that he couldn't have died because what is dead cannot die that's true. Maybe he knew, but but he did know. But he did know. He did know to reattach his arm, just by just putting. Just like <laughs> hey, okay. So before I knew, obviously before we knew what he knew, I when he did that and he pours the the med water over yeah. it, I was like, this game goes whole hog. I love. Yeah, it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why didn't he just? Well, I I even said that. I'm like, why didn't he just put why it on he his put fingers? his fingers back on? And, so, yeah. and someone and someone who would like come into the chat after was like, he's like, what is he gonna do? Reattach his fingers? I'm like. Yeah, he reattached his whole ass arm, and yeah. like the, I, I guess not happy I, with this whole I, discussion right now. I guessed <laughs> I guessed two out of the three major spoilers of this game. I guess that Ethan Winter was going to die. I guess that mother like right away. I guess that Mother Miranda was uh was the fucking old lady. Yeah. I did not guess that Ethan Winters is made out of the mold. That he's just been molded the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, you died in the beginning of seven. You've been molded this whole time. I love time. that flashback, and they showed it. It's like, yep, this is it. You got yeah. your skull caved in. You're yeah. a dead man. Yeah. yeah, he fucking killed you when he sn- when he put his boot to your skull. <laughs> when he said, "Welcome to the family, son." Well, I which, mean, you really which did, turned out though. to be more yeah more yeah. true than we knew at the time. So to relate to back to a criticism Ben had in Resident Evil Seven. What did you think of the enemy variety in 8 compared mm. to 7? Because in 7, I remember that was one of your big critiques, because you're like, we felt like two different molded things, and it was dumb. So what about 8? How did it do comparatively? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I sound. Exactly. Um, I was just uh, in New York, I apologize. Yeah, so we uh, we definitely got a little bit of a wider variety of enemies in this game. And, uh, and they walk uh, in here. And, the, and, and you know, I gotta go to <laughs> my Lincoln's. favorite, get my favorite New York slice, Sabaro. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, no. Um, uh, Alan's wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt. I had to. Um, no, the enemy variety was better in this. There were... A handful of several. different, just several a, a handful of different lichen types alone, and then there are zombie dudes, and then there are the big muscly robot guys, and there are like five different types of big muscly robot guys. There was a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, they they I like I I'm spoiler alert. I am not going to rate this game very highly, but I am going to rate it higher than seven. So what did you give seven? I gave seven one, a solid two. One point five, two. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was gonna be a one point five, right? It was then, gonna be. A it was gonna be a one, gonna be a but then one. you played the DLC and it yeah. became a two. Okay, <laughs> a gripe I have with the Chris Redfield section. Okay, in the DLC you can ADS. 
you can't ADS in this game. What is that? You, you already have a section where you play as Chris, but you don't ADS in 8. No, you have the you Fallout ADS 3 just ADS. as much as you do in... No. In the DLC, yeah. you aim down oh, sight. Oh, I guess, I guess you do. Yeah. yeah. You actually do. Yeah. Also, on top of that, they explicitly oh. call out that that Mia and Ethan have military training, but you can't yeah. ADS. I, I, the first Maybe time I had a gun, I think, I think that's, I, I think that's I gameplay. It's, that's, it's yeah. gameplay. It, it was one of those things where it didn't bother me per se because I kind of learned like ADS was a trap anyway. Like you really don't, you shouldn't do it. Is what I learned from playing. It's just, just don't even. It's not as useful as you think. Um, it's useful if you're using the handgun. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I use I, and I use I I ADS every time and I use the handgun the whole game. I so. I found out I for me it, it felt like I was more accurate and doing just better not even ADSing at all because it just seemed with the sniper made, rifle I'll agree with that because you just for use me sniper was, rifle as a second shotgun. the only the I only one did. I always <laughs> ADS with was the shotgun that was the only one I always did every other just, weapon I kind of felt it was just easier without it so. I don't know. Have you considered that maybe you're a pro gamer after all? Or no. Conversely, he's very bad and just had to shoot a lot of shots no matter what he was doing. Possible. That <laughs> I just is didn't much see more the benefit. <laughs> just, yeah. Have you considered that maybe it's because you used the Lemmy, a absolutely no, no, no. terrible I didn't gun use the for the whole, no, no, no. The whole time? <laughs> I, I used the 1911. I waited okay. until I upgraded the 1911 a little bit because I had the recoil compensator and that gave a hell of a lot of damage to the Lemmy, but... I did eventually convert to the 1911 because it was great. Okay. Fair. Um, so one, uh, you know, one one last question that I had for everybody. Yeah. Are you going to play it again? No. Will you do a new game plus? <laughs> Fuck no. I'm not that strong as Ben, but I don't know. So here's how I would say that. I would probably play through this game again before 9 comes out, but I don't know that I would do an entire playthrough again uh, before that. Or the other option, okay. too, is DLC. I probably would go back and play DLC for this game um, mm-hmm. because I, I enjoyed it enough to to want to see what more they would bring to the yeah. table. Um, yeah. But I I don't know that I would pick this game up on, like, a whim and just be like, oh, Resident Evil 8. I want to play through no. it again. Bobby? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just no. There's no point. Um, I, I played through it. I enjoyed my time for the most part. I have no reason to play this game again. Uh, I, the experience is done, right? Like, um, and I think when we talk about horror games versus horror movies, right? It's so much more of a time sink that, like, if I'm going to play it, it's going to be a long time down the road. Like, I'm still convincing myself to do for one of my favorite games of all time, uh, Dead Space. Dead Space. Yeah. yeah. There's so, no point um, to play it now. You got the remaster right around, well, not right oh, around the Oh, corner, I, yeah. But... When, when it comes out, I will I will do that. Oh, that's that's a must easy. play when the remaster easy, comes out. Easy, easy, easy. I, I well, will add it, on to my fuck no. That I'll, I mean, if the DLC comes out and looks okay, I'll do it. Because if you remember, and Corbin tweeted about it, at the end of the Resident Evil 7 review, I said the DLC was better than anything in the game. Um, and Corbin agreed with me. Uh, the 7 then, DLC is very good. Yeah. It's very good. Um, so uh, if DLC comes out, then I'll probably like reinstall just so I can play the DLC for the mm. hour that it's going to take to like whatever i'll definitely play a dlc i think i'm gonna do a new game plus i mean this game made me think a lot of uh 
it, it reminded me a lot of four and i pl- i played through resident evil 4 probably 20 times literally not not even <laughs> exaggerating and there are a lot of aspects of this game that felt like they're built for new game plus and it makes me want to do it again uh and now that i've played through it once it's not like a nighttime only kind of game so i feel like i could totally just play like 30 40 minutes at a time and i know the game's gonna be way shorter now because my guns are all better you know sure i mean you keep all your equipment like it's probably gonna take me half as long to play it the second time yeah but corbin we have the halo flight that we get to play so well i'm not gonna play it this weekend (laughs) i got my email i I got my email also let's get in all the uh done with the cast alan were you gonna say something about um I, I said, keep my equipment for the second playthrough, and then you made a face. I think the face he was trying to make was, hey, let's get to the scores. Let's rate this game. Ben, why don't you kick us off? Two and a half tops, man. Like, this is this is better than Resident Evil 7 in a lot of ways. I think it's less... I think it's worse than Resident Evil 7 in a couple ways. I, um, so I, the fact that the gameplay feels better earns it some points. Um, I'm going to give it a two and a half. I just, maybe I'm just not a Resident Evil guy. Who knows? I, but like, I am feeling that. Yeah. But like, I just, I, I think that there is a way to make these games way better with a couple more passes at the script and <clears throat> maybe a couple of different voice actors. Um, and yeah did you ever play dead space out of curiosity i mean i i know that i have played the video game dead space i do not know that i ever beat the video game dead space dead space might be the ultimate version of this type of horror experience because i because i'm i'm pretty sure dead space came out when i was a ga at gamestop and i probably checked it out and yeah, when did that come out? Like two th- thousand nine or something, right? Uh, That's, it was a while ago. That if it yeah. was if it was two thousand nine, then that was right when I started at GameStop, and I'm sure Isaac that Clark's a real one. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, he, he is. is a real one. Um, so good. I probably will play through that again too, even though yeah. the remake is coming out. It's gonna be two thousand remake. It's not a remaster. So okay. two thousand eight. So um, okay, so two two point five. What would I score this? Great. That's a great question. Um, so I mentioned it earlier, I gave Resident Evil 7 a 4. A 4 out of 5. Yes. And I stand by that. And overall, I had more fun in this game, right? Uh, I think that a lot of the negatives are shared between titles. I think that the gameplay is a lot better. I think the the biggest pro that 7 has over this one is that 7 is a lot scarier. Yes. 7 is scary the whole time. I think that there's very few segments where it isn't. And 8 is not scary most of the time. It's like almost exactly opposite scares to not scares. And that did kind of bother me a little bit. But I liked it better. I think it's a better game overall. I have to give it a better score. 4.5. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. Okay. (laughs) I'll go next because I have the same reasoning, but I think a different answer. Okay. Uh, I like this game more than I like Resident Evil 7. I, yeah. But I felt Resident Evil 7 uh, did more uh, mm. with, with what it was meant to. I think I think Resident Evil 7's biggest accomplishment and Resident Evil 8's biggest downfall is Resident Evil 7 lets you forget that you're playing a Resident Evil game. 
while subtly giving you more until they have to give you everything right at the end, which is a big failure on its part, right? Resident Evil 8 tries to do the thing where they spread it out, but, like, the problem is is Resident Evil is so ham-fisted that, like, it it takes away from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I will say my favorite bit between the two games is the dollhouse. I find it to be just... I, it's just a really just good bit of horror. That being said... While I enjoyed Resident Evil 8 more, I don't, and, and I feel like it's a tighter game, I don't think it's better. Um, so I either have, I, I'm, I'm, I'm floundering, I, I think I'm just going to give it a 4 as well. I was going to give it a 3.5, but I think I think they're on equal playing fields, they level each other out. Because I gave you it a 4 se- as well. You, you give 7 I gave a 7 a 4 as well, yeah. So I think, I think I'm going to give it a 4. Um, because I think that while it is a, it, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I beat it in two sessions and it did not, it did not really bother me that it took me like that, that time out of time to do it. But like, it's, it's just, it, it could have been better. It could have been a better game, but they kind it kind of matches it with the, the pros and cons. Yeah. Nice. Alan, Alan, close us out. So I gave Resident Evil 7 a two and a half. This, to me, is a four. It's a pretty big increase in score for me, comparatively. Um, I enjoyed my time with Resident Evil 8 significantly more than I did with 7. And a lot of that comes down to combat. Combat, to me, was enjoyable in 8, whereas I did not have a lot of fun with combat in 7. And when 8 is as combat-focused as it is... That's going to do a lot for the score. Um, I also didn't really get a whole lot of scare factor out of 7, but that entire baby sequence did a lot for me in 8. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed all of Castle Demetresque. I I think we didn't, so good. we didn't talk about <laughs> exploration that much. I actually had a great time just looking around this area, and I think that kind of mm-hmm. goes back to my beginning point of graphics and visuals and audio made the exploration side of things more enjoyable for me compared to seven um but just overall i i i had fun that last fight with heisenberg just it's it's so resident evil in in the good ways of resident like just the ham-fisted nonsense and i it was it's boulder punching meat tornadoes also it was it was my favorite boss of the game easy the other thing uh, that I wanted to say, getting your heart literally ripped out in front of you, awesome. The one great yeah. thing Mother Miranda does, literally ripping your still, really, would your heart really be beating? That's a different thing. No. That's a whole different thing. Mold, but moldy heart. It just, watching that happen, loved it. I kind of called mm-hmm. that it was going to happen, like, because you kind of, it, it's pretty obvious that that's, or something to that effect is going to happen. But it, just seeing it was so good. It was so 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 good. Yeah, no, your your heart would stop beating if it was disconnected from your body. Yeah, I was more so thinking like that's not what Indiana Jones. Told that, me. Yeah, that's definitely not what the Temple of Doom told us. <laughs> yeah, but like your brain would no longer be sending electrical signals down there. Kalima. More so was getting at would your heart even really be beating if you're mold? Anyway, like, well, he can he can make a child. And I'm sure his heart I guess beats. That's true. And well, the, I'm not if he shoots ropes, his heart beats. Yeah, he he was able to cream pie Mia. So, oh, dude. 
<laughs> that escalated that, maybe that, too far. Maybe oh, too yeah, far. We, we, that jumped a whole different level. I, uh, yeah. I, this, this is the last I, time ever we're going to be on this podcast anyway. I, you guys aren't going to yeah. let me back on well, with the tech issues sure I now. had tonight. Well, for sure but, now. So, yeah. like... Oh, God. Oh, man. You, you goddamn that's, sick that's, freak. So, I'll, I'll say that's a pretty, pretty good spread of scores. Honestly, I mean, I think that we we ended up landing closer to the the critical consensus than I was yeah. expecting, you know? I mean, I think that uh, I remember that, you know, Ben and Alan didn't really like Seven, and I wasn't sure how much that was going to change. Uh, for one of you, quite a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed it comparatively. Um, but is it, it essential? Yeah. Despite everything. Yeah. High scores. Yeah. Is it essential? Corbin, you take Oh. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby asked for it. I would love to go first because I think this is going to be the first time my score and my essentiality discussion will differ. Because this game mm. is absolutely non-essential. Mm. No. No. It does nothing to revolutionize what Resident Evil is doing now. Mm. It does nothing to revolutionize the genre. We get a meme. We get Big Lady, right? Which is cool and fine and dandy but big chungus has already gone r.i.p to a real one so like it's not going to stick around like because memes don't have the same um uh the, the stickiness that they did and when skyrim came out yeah you um, remember uganda knuckles that was a whole two weeks yeah like so things, things <laughs> that was were, way more than two wow. weeks <laughs> think, think, things i'm gonna tweet up. about uganda knuckles tonight now <laughs> But things move on, right? Like, and so I just, um, I don't know if it has the lasting power, or the stopping power. It, mm-hmm. in the same way that like Resident Evil Five doesn't. Resident Evil Five is a really fun game. It's really cool. Um, or even like Code Veronica, which is like a really fun game. Like they're just, it's, it's going probably to probably be... the best forgotten Resident Evil game yes. out of all of them. Yes, it, it's games that fit within. If it's neatly within, it's it's a it's. <sighs> It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good middle of the road. It's, it's, it's the return of Michael Myers, right? Where it's a good game. It's a good game. It's a good movie that everybody forgets about. And for like half decent good reasons, right? Like, cause return of Michael Myers is fucking sick, but like, mm-hmm. do you care about Halloween four? Probably not. Is it your favorite Halloween movie? If it is, fuck you. Uh, like, um, it's just not, it, this game is just not essential. Like, it's fun, it's great, it's a romp, but, like, it's just not. Yeah. I think that that's a, a great set of reasons there. Hey, and I, thanks, pal. when you were saying all those things, I saw Alan's face looked like he wanted to combat a few points specifically. I'm going to call him next. I... I've wavered a bit uh, after uh-huh. I finished it because I really did enjoy it. And I was like, okay, when I finished it, I, I kind of sat back, uninstalled the game swiftly because uh, I need that hard drive space. And I installed Halo tonight. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I, I, I knew score wise four was just that was set in stone. I knew that's where I was going to land there. And I kind of started thinking, how how essential is this game? And I think there are parts where it makes the argument that it should be. Basically, through the first two sequences of the game, I think it's making a pretty strong case for that. And the latter half is where I think it more falters compared to where I would expect it to be to really be fully essential. Sure. Um, 
I think this is kind of a no-but situation for me, where I think, no, but if you enjoy <laughs> anything remotely Resident Evil, then it probably is, is essential for you. I mean, if you're already in the franchise and already, you know, kind of curious about it, then you probably should really play it, I, I think. So it's, it's so, kind of one of those so it's the, the same reason we gave for Infinite Darkness. <laughs> I guess if you're huge into Resident Evil. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it doesn't diminish it. I think the thing we we need to avoid when we say no's here is it doesn't diminish how good of just a video game it is, and no. that's I think the importance of the score aspect of of why we do the way we do here is it may yeah. not necessarily be something where you need to drop everything you're doing and go play this game, but like if if you're you know looking at the Xbox Store and you see Resident Evil Eight is like. 30 bucks it's probably worth your money and probably worth it to play the game at that point you know like it's it it, it'll it kind of makes its argument for itself i think a lot of these like no but games are like yeah they're maybe not essential but man if you can get one on sale play the game it's a great game you know so that's kind of where i land with resident evil great production meeting guys i love that (laughs) ben hard no i like we've just got all over here just like absolutely not in any way shape or form i i i so agree with bobby bobby said this does this game does nothing to revolutionize and he could have stopped it this game does nothing and i think it would have been a fine statement wow. um and <clears throat> my guy you, know, you have harder opinions than i do soft like what is happening <laughs> i just like man Maybe, maybe just because, like, I'm not really in the horror genre that much, like, I have different expectations of horror, um, I just, I just, I'm, I haven't deleted this off of my Xbox yet, because I haven't really had a need to, but I gotta install this Halo flight, so I'm gonna delete this just to make sure I have enough room. Like, I don't even know if I need to, but it's gone, like, (laughs) so, I just, hard no, man, not essential in any way. Okay. Uh, well, just to keep this uh, roller coaster going, I'm going to say yes. <gasps> and here's why. I think that it is a great jumping on point in the Resident Evil franchise, much better than 7, because it is unabashedly Resident Evil. And on top of that, an incredible game. It is one of one of, if not the best, action horror games I've ever played. It feels similar to Diablo in the way that it shows its horror side while still being action forward. I mentioned it earlier that I thought it was very similar to the uh, mid two thousands classic Van Helsing, which I think is a huge heap of praise for me, and it has a lot of negatives associated with that too. Maybe a little long in the tooth. That movie doesn't need to be as long as it is, but it is. And I love that you're like, I, I love that when you say that is very yeah. clearly for all of us a praise, but for anybody who's listening, it can really go either way. Like, yeah. I think that this, this game is, this game sold a ton of copies and I think it's going to have a large cultural impact. I think that people are going to be talking about this game much longer than seven. And I think that even though I, I said yes to seven for largely meta reasons, I think that this one is a yes on its own. Well, it's right. just a great game, guys. 
It's really fun. <laughs> uh, that being said, um, speaking of Star Trek, <laughs> uh, that easily the cl- the cleanest transition we've yeah. ever had. Oh, so uh, so just smooth. Thank you, thank you. You know, I, I'm really on it tonight, and I'm really glad Bobby, that you guys Bobby, can, Bobby, can you can. Yeah. It was smoother than your face last week. We'll say that. <laughs> I don't know. see. I, my my face is still a little bumpy because it's hard to it's hard to shave those that little that little final stubble away. So you know, uh, I don't know how to feel about it anymore. Also, Alan's the one person that just can't talk shit about this. True, so it is true, 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 true. But hey, where can we find you guys? Where you, and what you've been up to? That's right. Ben. 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 Um, I You can find me at Hutch62191 in most places, including my Venmo, if you want to help me buy a new computer. Um, or... <laughs> love, love your shilling. Big Listen, what, whatever, it's fine. Uh, Hutch, like, Hutch, no, no, no. Get your bag. Legit. Hutch, absolutely. Hutch62191 hey, Hutch on paper, Venmo. Right? Um, <laughs> I'll send you feet pics if you want them, I guess. Uh... And then now you're uh, increasing the value. I love this. I hey, well, now, hey, now maybe I want selling, maybe maybe yeah, I want a thirty ninety. Right? You know, do not like, support quid pro, quid pro quo here. Um, <laughs> you, what what I'm going to be doing is playing the Halo test flight. You know what I mean, boys? <laughs> Let's play a real video game for a second. Wow. Oh man. Cool. Also at just the Batman on Twitter, you can see me talk about mental health in not if healthy he, if, ways. If he lets you, if I if I allow you to follow me, yeah. oh, he went private. Yeah, he's uh, always been private. I think. Ben's oh yeah, in free speech jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben has freedom phone confirmed. Oh. Um, so I uh, haven't been doing too terribly much these this past week or so. Um, I, You've been in three different states in the past four days. <laughs> that's true. Um, I did travel. To so New you've been York doing quite a lot, actually, uh, and New Jersey, technically. Um, I I basically got home yesterday after being gone from last Thursday. It's been it's been a whole situation. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot going on for me. Uh, we got rained on tonight when we tried to play disc golf. That was depressing yeah. and sad. Um, R.I.P. I did get to use XCloud again some more playing yakuza like a dragon it's a fun game and xcloud works great um but other than that you can find me at a seal punter just oh. about anywhere uh instagram is going to be mostly disc golf twitter you know i don't tweet a whole lot but boy oh boy do i get back to you <laughs> bobby oh yes. me um yes you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash the red weenie where you can watch my <laughs> my microphone as i forget to turn my stream up for eight hours uh, it's you can do really that. riveting. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I woke up this morning and uh, I, I I wanted to like check my stream stats, uh, and I looked and uh, I was already like like I was like in my car like right about to go into my job, and I looked and I was like, oh no, oh god, <laughs> that's it's it says it says I'm live. <laughs> what have I done? Uh, so, but so no, why? Where's my stream summary? <laughs> yeah, uh, but. But uh, I, I I also stream Destiny uh, a couple times a week or at least once a week. Um, and I, I will stream any game like we play for this uh, for this uh, podcast. So you can find me there. You can find all my relevant socials there. Uh, my Twitter, where I I, I basically repost uh, leftist political people and 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 funny memes and then uh, I post pictures of me uh, and shirtless and my dog. So if you think I'm a hot himbo. 
you know, feel free to follow me on Instagram, I guess. Uh, I'm not, but, you know, hey, a boy can dream, right? Uh, yeah, that's me. How about you, Corbin? Yep. So you can find me anywhere at Corbangering. Uh, Twitter's my main place. I'm there a lot. So if you want to talk, hit me up. Uh, you'll see me tweeting about uh, Destiny, Halo, Transformers. Those are kind of like the things I tweet about the most. Um, recently, I have been watching a, a couple of off-topic things, but I watched the new Masters of the Universe show, Masters of the Universe Revelation, which is on Netflix. And I bring it up because in episode four, it's a horror episode, and Tony Todd plays Scareglow, and it is sick. He does such a good job. Uh, it's, uh, he's like this, like, fear demon character, basically. It's really, really cool. Even if you don't like He-Man, I recommend just popping on that one episode. It's only 20 minutes long. Just check it out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been me. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be playing Halo too, so, uh, I'll be on the stream. You can find me at twitch.tv slash corbangerang. I'm gonna be streaming Halo, guys. Are you Alan's be got a question. Watching any particular movie franchise here in the next week or two? <laughs> yeah, I think I there am, might actually. be something coming down the pipeline. Yeah, uh, Alan and I are going to be watching through Friday the Thirteenth, the whole franchise, and we've got a new side series coming at Olivia, starting on Street nineteen seventy eight or no. No, see what I appreciate it. I see you. Uh, first episode of that is going to hit on Friday the 13th in August, so watch out for that. Friday the 13th, 1980 special. I have a lot of thoughts on that movie. Um, you can follow the podcast anywhere at Essential Scares. We are really active on Twitter. You can also join our Discord if you want to talk to us. We're there all the time. I think uh, that's it, though, right? That pretty, wraps us up. Pretty, pretty great episode, boys. Absolutely. Thank you to everybody for watching. If you like the show, give us a like, give us a subscribe, share with your friends. If you didn't like the show, tell us what you didn't like and maybe we'll try to fix it by next Fuck week. Fuck off! <laughs> Speaking of, next week we're watching American Psycho. Thank you so much, Alan, Bobby, Ben, for being on the show this week. I've been your host, Corbin, and this has been Essential Scares. Yay, play the breakdown! <laughs>